0: Welcome to Attention to Detail, the classical music listening guide, where we give you the tools to understand, appreciate, and enjoy listening to classical music.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Attention to Detail. We're delighted to be joining you today. We're a little bit of a sick ward here mm-hmm. in the in the uh, in our recording studio right now. Hannah, I know you've been very sick this past week.
0: Yeah. Uh, today's Friday, yeah. but last Friday I got a surprise diagnosis with shingles. Um, that is... That was, <sighs> yeah, definitely stress-induced with the start of the season. So I have spent the last week um, recuperating and trying to relax. That's good. And trying not to work too much. But yeah. when you love your job, I mean, what can you
1: Impossible do? not to work some. Yeah,
0: but when the boss says don't come into work, this week you I yeah
1: have to listen yeah so it's like okay what's the shingles is like chicken pox right yeah
0: so if you've had the chicken pox um sickness uh it's a virus that, like, lies dormant oh. up near your spine. Okay. Um, and then if you are, it's typically, uh, people typically, like, 50 or older get it. Right, right. So when I went in to the clinic, she said, oh, you have shingles. Wow, I'm surprised someone so young has shingles. Um, have you been stressed a <laughs> bit? And I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have been stressed. <laughs> so, um... So that virus lies dormant, and then if you go through something or if you get yeah. exposed to it, uh, that virus kicks back in. All so, right, great.
1: Well, I've had chickenpox, so I just will never be stressed again in my life and, yeah, just, and not get shingles.
0: Just meditate. <laughs> listen to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Listen to classical music. There you don't go. get too busy with work.
1: There you go. Classical music, yeah. the cure for shingles. Yeah, but I'm I think doing a lot better. Good. I'm doing a lot better. good. good. I'm yeah. glad. How are you? Very good. Just got back from Detroit. I was working with Detroit Symphony yeah. last week. The, my uh, semi-hometown orchestra. I'm from Ann Arbor, so it's just up the road, which is very fun. But now I'm back. We're here to record this podcast. And I thought today, last week we talked about, or I guess it was two weeks ago, we talked about melody, and the idea was to start moving towards... Uh, an understanding of more of the like nuts and bolts of music, of classical music so that eventually we can listen to I have this idea that we're going to go through a movement or a whole Mahler symphony over the course of maybe a few episodes which I think will be fun. Can't wait. Yeah, so I want to work towards that.
0: Mm.
1: We might not be quite ready for that yet but we'll get there. Okay. So today I thought we would talk about Harmony And harmony is, I think, the kind of logical next step after we've talked about melody. Um, I'm actually curious to hear... Uh, how would you describe... What you think about harmony? Yeah, what do you think it's harmony what, is? We
0: sort of talked about this in the melody yeah. uh, podcast. Um, my initial thoughts are... I was in chill choir when I was yeah. in junior high and high school. So, And I was in the alto section, so I was typically handed the harmony part uh-huh. to what the sopranos were singing.
1: Uh-huh. So
0: I think very much like choral um, harmonies and I think um, sister act. <laughs>
1: Yeah, okay, <laughs> nice. And, uh,
0: <laughs> and what is that song, um, The one Jesus Walked? Like, there's so many harmonies in that song. Mm. We would sing it quite often because it's, like, a choral piece. But yeah. that's, that's like, my initial hot take on it. Yeah. yeah,
1: the hot take on harmony. I yep. like that. Well, so you said, I mean, you were an alto, and so you sang the harmony part mm. to the Sopranos.
0: So it's, like... It's, like, a complementing part to the main line of the music. One yes. that, that complements it in a way that I have not taken music theory. I've watched a couple of videos online trying nice. to figure out what it is that, that musicians are talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's, it's, there's, like, talking about, like, uh, Tonal chords or yeah. or yeah. So it it from my understanding is that it lines up with the melody to make it sound more voluminous and pleasant yes. on the ears.
1: That's that's pretty good. I think that's a pretty good uh summation of harmony. Let me maybe expert. make it let me make it a little simpler even. Mm. When we think about melody, melody is a process that unfolds in time mm. and it's we can think about it as horizontal. Yeah. You know, we hear a note, then a little later we hear another note, then a little later we hear another note. It goes in this kind of horizontal time path. Harmony is vertical. Yeah. If we want to think about harmony is kind of if we want to visualize it, it's like perpendicular X, y, to the melody. Axis
0: or, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Harmony happens in an instant. Mm. Melody happens over time. But each note of a melody has the possibility to have a harmony. And Mm. that would be, as you said, the alto part that you are singing complements the soprano part. In that sense, the soprano part we could call the melody. Mm. That happens over the course of time. But every time the soprano sings, if you sing something complementary, you're adding a harmony. Mm. So really technically, any notes that are added to a melodic note mm. provide the harmony. If we want to think about this also, I think a very easy way to understand it is in a linguistic sense or through the idea of language. If we treated melody as a series of nouns, mm. each note is a noun.
0: Yeah.
1: So each note is a thing or it tells us something. The harmony is an adjective that modifies the noun. Yeah. So you hear a noun. Here's a note. I can modify that note many ways. I can go. Sounds kind of harmonious. Mm. Happy. I can modify it. It Sounds a little sadder. Mm sounds tumultuous sounds mysterious so we can harmony is the adjective that modifies the noun Mm. if we want to think about it in that way so before we dive into the real nitty gritty technical stuff about harmony I want to play you a quick excerpt from A piece that I really love uh, the Eroica Symphony by Beethoven and I think this is an excellent excerpt that can demonstrate this kind of dichotomy between harmony and melody how they're kind of two sides of the same coin so let's listen to a little bit of just the very beginning of the Eroica Symphony So that was the very beginning of the Eroica Symphony. We're going to be playing that soon Can't at the wait. ISO yeah. in our Beethoven 2020 festival. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. So I want to show you something cool about the beginning of that piece that illustrates this kind of harmony, harmony, melody, dichotomy. So the, the main melody that we heard in the opening of that piece went like this. stick a little bit (laughs) we're working with like only decent equipment here I'd say but anyways we heard this melody so that's that's the melody that's in our ears now what's really cool about the beginning of this piece we heard those first two hits they're called chords Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the piece boom boom and then we hear the melody now those chords When you build a chord, it's a bunch of notes stacked on top of each other. Mm -hmm. And let me play those notes in sequence. They happen at the same time, but let me play them one at a time. So here's how those notes go. So together that sounds so we hear those all at once Mm. and they're these big chords now what's interesting about that chord if we play it one at a time the notes that make up that chord they go in a different order. Which is in fact the melody Mm -hmm. of the beginning of the piece. So it's a little musical trick that Beethoven is doing there. He takes all of the notes of the melody and stacks them on top of each other. So in that first chord you wouldn't even know it but you're hearing the entire melody of the first movement played at once
0: that's genius isn't
1: that crazy but oh it's, my
0: god i didn't know yeah. that that's so cool
1: and so when you hear those first two chords it's an excellent illustration of the difference between harmony and melody those chords happen in an instant mm. that is the verticalization yeah of the melody which is horizontal so you hear it as a harmony mm-hmm. and then you hear it as a melody
0: Nice.
1: So that I think hopefully that can illustrate what the difference is. Yeah. We hear it twice as harmony and then we hear it over a long period of time as melody. Mm.
0: So when did the concept or I just I guess just the terminology harmony come into existence?
1: Yeah. I originally when Music, I mean, music has been around for, since, oh. since the Greeks, before the Greeks, um, but when we think of notated music, which is the, mm-hmm. the precursor to classical music, yeah. um, it began really in the Middle Ages with what a lot of people have heard this thing called Gregorian chant yep. you know a lot of people put it on to relax or it's like this kind of meditative music let me play for you a little Gregorian chant just just a very quick clip when Gregorian chant began it was one line just a melody mm-hmm. and so let me play for you this is from uh, the first famous female composer that we have in history Hildegard von Bingen. Mm. Uh, Here's a little Gregorian chant just to illustrate how music kind of in a certain way began, notated music. So there's a little Gregorian chant. Are you a fan?
0: Nice. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a monastery.
1: Yes, (laughs) definitely. I mean, that's primarily where it was sang. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how music started. One line, Mm. one singer, or a group of people singing the same thing. Mm. But there's no harmony there. It's only one person singing a melody. There's no alto part that's modifying. So eventually music evolved and they started having two people sing together
0: Mm.
1: but different notes which provided a little bit of harmony then three, then four Mm. now we can have 50 Mm. Um, and it really once we get into the world of the Baroque, the Renaissance composers like Bach
0: um,
1: harmony actually became in certain ways, more important than melody and harmony was the basis of composition. When you still, when you learn music theory, yeah. um, when you learn composition today, mm. the first thing you learn is harmony: mm-hmm. how to construct harmony, how to appropriately interweave voices together, and so that is considered kind of the basis of composition from. The Renaissance onwards. Mm. So let me play for you a brief clip of a choral piece by Bach, where we have four we have bass, tenor alto, soprano, and they sing. You'll you'll hear a little bit of melody, but primarily what you're, you'll focus on is the harmony in nice. this. could you hear in that one there's now four voices Mm. and they're singing different notes right and so even if we just take the last note the soprano if we want to call the soprano the melody they were singing this note but along with that note we heard which if you were to give that an adjective, what adjective would you give that? This sound.
0: Um, one more time.
1: Let me give you some other options, just so you can hear the difference. Yeah. So here's the one that Bach chose. Here's some other possibilities. Hmm. but this is the one he chose
0: it's very rested Mm -hmm. um, but still there's like a, a question almost like a little bit of a questioning to it but then it also feels like opening itself up to mobile like mobility. I'm just like completely spitballing right here.
1: This is a tough <laughs> one. But how about what do you think about when I compare this one?
0: Yep. Okay,
1: to this one. This sounds to me dark. Yeah. Light. Okay right yep possibility regardless it's yeah. not it's not important but that's what we hear it does sound
0: super dark though
1: yeah and that we, we can talk about that more that
0: it's I mean it, that was defi- definitely like a um a hymn of some sort yeah so it felt it felt um sort of like the hymns that I would sing when I was at church growing up yeah. so very like solemn yeah um, but also there's like that underlying like joyfulness in yeah. that faith.
1: And we can talk about this more as we go on in this episode because a lot of how harmony sounds, mm. the adjectives that we might choose are contextual. What yeah. other harmonies we've heard. And so that's that's certainly something that... And what I just played for you, just to be clear, the most basic elements of harmony are major minor Mm -hmm. that was a minor chord that Bach chose and then I played for you the major and we usually think of those as light dark happy sad major minor in reality minor can sound very happy major can sound very sad it's contextual Mm -hmm. it depends on the harmonies that we've heard but that's we'll we'll get to that
0: we want to take a brief pause to thank our sponsor, Nkoda, that's spelled N-K-O-D-A, which is a musical score subscription service. Users can go onto this subscription service and access so many different scores. I use it for work when I'm working from home, like this past week, um, and I didn't have my, my Daniels book on me to check instrumentations on, on pieces. So it's fantastic for for purposes on a professional level, also for a personal level, I know Jacob, you use it.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm certainly a big fan. It's. It's been a great resource for me, and I think it's a great resource for anyone who just wants to look over some music in an easy, user-friendly way. So that's Encoda and K O D A. Now back to our episode.
0: So since Bach, there has been this amazing world of harmony and melody. What? Do listeners need to f- to focus on? Do they need to just focus on separating the two and listening to those two things or can you listen to both at the same time? Does one matter more than the other?
1: Yeah, I think that's that's a very good question and it's kind of a a never-ending question, yeah. but it's also a one that certainly we can listen to both at the same time. Yeah. It takes a little bit of training of the ear. Yeah. But as you mentioned, and even before Bach, but in our example, when we listen to this Bach, I I said kind of the harmony was maybe more important.
0: Yeah.
1: Obviously, in the case of the Hildegard, where there was no harmony, the melody was more important. And so do we listen kind of for these adjectives or do we listen to the nouns? Or is there a way that we can listen to both? Mm. And I think... um, Everyone has to answer that question for themselves, but by being clued into these two sides of kind of the same coin, melody and harmony, yeah. we can start listening, allowing the music to hit us, and trying to understand how they interplay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes one is more important than the other. Uh, and that's just a skill that we can develop. But yeah. if we're kind of training our ears to listen to melody, to harmony, the conjunction of the two, if we kind of have that noun-adjective approach of here I'm listening to some nouns, oh, how is that noun modified? How did that sound? And we'll we'll talk a little bit more about how we can do that, but I think that's the way to develop the skill of which one's more important. So I want to play for you a couple excerpts that illustrate kind of how this can change. Mm -hmm. The first, since this is an episode on harmony, I want to play for you a clip from a Beethoven symphony again this is Beethoven 7 and here I'd argue that the harmony is much more important than the melody mm. and that's a thing entirely based on context but let me play for you the clip and, and then we'll we'll talk about it a little bit So there was just the very beginning of Beethoven Seven Second Movement. Good King's piece.
0: Speech. It.
1: It's amazing. King Speech.
0: Yeah, it's in King's Speech. Ah, yeah.
1: I didn't know that. Interesting. Made famous
0: by no. No,
1: come on, <laughs> come on. Made famous by it's Beethoven. It's
0: so good. It's great. Yeah.
1: So let me illustrate why I think this is an excerpt primarily about harmony. So the melody of this excerpt, if we treat the melody as the top voice, which is not always the case, but in this case it's true, and, and I'd say 70% of the time it's true. The highest voice. The melody, let me play it for you.
0: does not exist without like the tempo that you're 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 hitting
1: yeah and the harmony yeah i mean the harmony is exactly what makes it It, listenable. it breaks
0: it all up yeah
1: that is you know it's a terrible melody (laughs) but and that's a common misconception about i mean this is a fantastic piece but beethoven he's a great illustration of he was not really a melodist he uh was much more concerned with with other things of course he wrote some amazing melodies but now let me play this for you with the harmony okay below it Sorry, we had another key stick there. (laughs) Sure. we could hear it, right? I am also terrible at the piano. But you hear how it's totally transformed. Mm. Even we just, we have the same note. But we go from... Yeah. The notes underneath that change the... Adjective yeah. associated with that noun is exactly what makes that piece.
0: I also think of, like, cooking examples. Like, it's adding in all of these different, like, flavors and spices.
1: To, That's a great... Yeah. That is a great analogy. You yeah. take a ingredient. Yep. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. But or, you take, like,
0: icing to a cake, and you've got so many different layers to it. Cake sounds really good right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of cooking, actually. Yeah. Because you take, you know... You decide, okay, I've got my chicken here. Yep. I could add whatever. Like, Honey, mustard. Like the
0: melody is like the main the main part of the the recipe. Like yeah, the but you chicken. take
1: chicken. Yeah. There's a million different yep. spices, yep. flavor combinations, cuisines that you can add to chicken. Mm. Excellent, mm. excellent. I like that. So now let me play for you a what I think is a very melody-driven excerpt. And let's listen to this one. So that excerpt that is by Prokofiev. It's this this piece called Troika from his Lieutenant KJ suite. That excerpt is for me almost exclusively about melody. Mm. You heard the the cellos playing this melody. I'll play it for you on the on the piano. It goes. Time that's going on, we hear this other stuff. There's a lot of percussion and stuff going on. Everybody's playing. So then this just keeps going over, over and over, and we play. Yep. The entire time, if you listen to that clip, the notes of the accompaniment don't change. That's what we call, it's, it's one harmony. Mm. They're playing those same notes over and over and over, and all we really hear is the melody yeah. over that harmony. <clears throat> in that case, I think the melody is much more important yeah. because we get the sense of the harmony right at the beginning, but then Prokofiev doesn't want us to listen to changes in harmony. He wants us to listen to this fabulous melody that mm. he wrote. And as we'll notice, this is a lot more catchy and fun to listen to, yeah. right?
0: Huh.
1: That's a lot better then. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, but, but if you like, put a gun to my head and, and made me decide between those two excerpts... I would decide the Beethoven.
1: Just the one that you like better. Yeah. Well, so, and that's interesting. I mean, I think that's definitely to a certain extent that's uh, personal preference. But yeah. I also think it shows how important harmony is. Yeah. I mean, harmony actually, it's kind of the same, I would argue, and this is kind of a, you know, we're speaking in generalizations here. But great writing. Yeah for me is more about the adjectives than the nouns, mm. right? There's a lot of people can describe things. Yeah. With nouns. Great writing is about
0: the embellishments and the feeling that it that provokes. Yeah, yep. and the flavor in the chicken.
1: Exactly. Great cooking is about not choosing chicken but
0: what you do what you do add the to the chicken. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I think that's an excellent illustration.
0: So this is a great practice for listening to classical repertoire. Yeah. Can we apply this to pop music, for example, too? And, and how would that work?
1: Yeah. So I think a lot of people, a lot of people, obviously think about. Almost everyone's heard the word harmony, mm-hmm. and. You know that's associated with a lot of. You know any singer songwriter. Yeah. Chooses their harmonies mm-hmm. and they build their song that way. We're not here to knock on pop music. That's not what this podcast is about. But I would say that a lot of pop music is driven by things other than harmony. Um, I'd say much more important to appreciation of pop music is melody, for sure. Yeah. The, what, what the person sings. That's what everyone hums along to. Mm. That's what you remember. Voice quality, you know, you can recognize Justin Bieber from Rihanna, from Eminem, from Whoa. these are great artists that yeah. I'm naming. I, right? I mean, this is, you know. I think
0: you're like a decade.
1: Yeah. Ago. Well, what can I say? <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> you've got rhythm. Rhythm is yeah. immensely important. Mm. That's what you dance along to. If you dance. If you dance. I sometimes do. Oh yeah. You know, not often, but occasionally. Um, but you think about like, I guess sometimes you have intense feelings of expressivity from pop songs. Yeah. But sometimes those come more from the lyrics, yeah, the words that they're saying than than the harmonies per se. And I want to again, this is not meant to bash on pop music, but I want to illustrate how harmony is much of a is very much not important to pop music yeah and have you ever heard of this phenomenon of the four chords in pop music uh
0: probably not
1: so about and pop is a huge genre what what falls into that we can talk about yeah a huge number i'm not gonna say a percentage oh
0: like the majority of them all only fall into like four different chords yes yeah a huge number of pop songs yeah
1: so let me, I want to illustrate that for you. Okay. I've got, I'm probably going to date myself again here with these excerpts, but I'm going to play a few songs that all have exactly the same harmony mm. through the entire thing. And I think they're good choices because you hear the harmony right at the beginning. Yeah. So here's the first one. I thought of this clip. I don't even know if this guy is, have you heard, is Jason Mraz? Is he yes. fam- He's famous, right? Yeah. Okay. This is the first song where I heard this. I remember very clearly I, I like don't listen to Jason Mraz obviously but I heard this song and I was like wow this dude just uses the four chords so here's, here's this song
0: But so hot that
1: I melted. I right through the cracks. Now I'm trying to get back before the so you've heard that one, right?
0: Yeah. i am trying to learn how to play it on my new ukulele.
1: It's a great ukulele song. <laughs> yeah, it is. So you heard right at the beginning, there's four chords that we hear in that. I'm gonna change the key just so we can the next things mm-hmm. that we all listen to are in the same key. But what we hear for that song is, yeah, right,
0: yeah.
1: So that's that's what we hear yep. in that song. Let me play for you the next one.
0: Okay. something i'm giving up on you i'll be the one if you want me to so
1: that's another I great song i cannot
0: listen to that song um, my freshman year of college, there was this girl on my in my dorm uh, floor and she had just like broken up with her boyfriend <laughs> and she played that song again and again and again and again and again. It was the worst night ever. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> so one of yeah. my personal favorites, I Is have to no? say. But also again, exact same chords yeah. as I'm yours. Let's hear another one. Okay. So different vibe for yeah. that one. But again, she's I'm on the edge. Mm. Over and over and yeah. over again. Yeah. So now my personal favorite. This is you know, this is not dating myself so much. Here's 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 the last one I'll play. Okay. In my direction So thankful for that It's such a blessing, yeah Turn every situation into heaven, yeah Oh, oh, you are My sunrise on the darkest day Got me feeling some kind of way Make me wanna savor every moment Slowly, slowly You fit me, tell my love My go-to karaoke song So I can show off my Spanish skills
0: Is that your favorite song?
1: I think that's my favorite pop song Yeah? And again, same four chords in that, in that song as well. Yeah. So this is not to say that all pop songs are yeah. like this. The point is that you, you listen to those songs and there's other things when Despacito starts. The beat is very different from a lot of... Yeah. The beat is different from Jason Mraz yeah. from Lady Gaga. Yeah. Justin Bieber's voice quality is different from Lady Gaga, Jason Mraz. Justin Bieber's probably pretty heavily auto-tuned. Jason Mraz probably isn't auto-tuned.
0: Who sings Despacito?
1: Bieber. And... Oh, really? That There's Bieber and the other guy. Oh, okay. The, I, the one that I played has Bieber. Gotcha. There's like... I think it's a remix. Oh, Okay. You're really stretching the extent I'm, of my knowledge here.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like, if my opinion is that the reason why those chords are so commonly used is almost as like if it ain't broke. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's so totally what it is. It's so accessible, and then if those, listen, the pop's industry is so fascinating. Like they have to churn out so many different songs. So it's yes. very quickly putting these pieces together.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. If it ain't broke, don't mess with it. Yeah. And that's the thing is you need something to differentiate yourself, Mm. but harmony is not that thing in in most of the pop's world. Let me play for you one, this is not really a pop song, dating myself even further here, but a more popular song, not, not in the classical genre, that has incredibly complicated harmonies. So here we go.
0: Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy?
1: Caught in a landslide
0: No escape from reality Open your eyes Look
1: up to the skies and see Little high, little low. Anywhere the wind blows doesn't really matter to me to me.
0: The best pop
1: song. It's great. Yeah. But also, so I'm not even going to try to play that on the piano at the beginning. Because the harmonies are so varied and complex. Yeah. What Where we just arrived, where they get into the verse, it becomes much simpler. And you can feel it. It's not constantly changing emotional states. and yeah. But the beginning, I'm sure there's videos on YouTube of people playing the chords of the beginning of this. Yeah. There's probably... 14 yeah. harmonies that we hear, at least, in that opening. Way more than these four simple chords, yeah. right? And that is... So that's... In that case, the harmony for me is much more important than anything else. Yeah. And they're singing in this kind of choir-esque style.
0: Have you seen the Bohemian Rhapsody movie? No. About a Queen? No. They, they film this how they put together Bohemian Rhapsody the song oh, wow. and the recording of it and how Freddie Mercury like was so adamant about how exactly this piece was oh. you got to watch it yeah
1: wow i have to watch it yeah. yeah and i mean you get these artists i think dare i say it may have been slightly more common mm. 30 40 years yeah. ago in the rock genre and kind of a
0: yep really pushing for complexity yeah. and substance
1: and a there. lot yeah. of complexity and yeah. certainly in jazz it's the same way jazz mm. harmonies are densely oh complex my God, yeah yeah so that's and again it's not to knock on pop music at all but no. it's to um demonstrate how harmony can be of greater or less importance based on the decisions of the the songwriter composer yeah
0: so I think we're gonna start wrapping up. Yeah. Um, in between this podcast and the next one, how do we practice listening to harmony? You talked about how harmony is a straight line instead of something vertical, so it goes by ver- Harmony. Oh vertical. I'm sorry, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Melody, it, yeah, yeah. Melody. It goes by very quickly. Yes. So what's the best way to listen?
1: Yeah, um, I think the way to for our listeners to practice this harmony I idea and hearing harmony. Mm is to, if you can go all the way back to our second episode on this podcast of hearing ideas, Mm. we told you at that point, and it still holds true, the reason why we started with these first few basic techniques is that we took all of these parameters of music and combined them, because we intuitively understand these things. We already can hear harmony. We might not know that we're hearing it, but we can certainly hear it. And we combine these things into this kind of summation of what we're hearing and we give it a, in the case of our hearing ideas technique, we give it a color, an image, a food, whatever. One of the, what we're doing in these episodes, melody goes into that color, harmony goes into that color, whatever. What we're doing is breaking down the constituent parts of what contributes to our color that we come up with, Mm. our painting that we come up with, whatever it may be. And so when we're listening specifically to harmony, I want us to have that approach, the the hearing ideas approach of we're listening for a color, but really think of this kind of noun adjective idea. And when you hear a harmony in a certain moment in time, practice giving it an adjective. So like we did with you earlier... You know, I played for you a minor and a major harmony. Mm. It can be dark. It can be light. It can be... But as I mentioned earlier also, much of this is contextual and it matters. So you don't need to know any of, oh, I just heard minor. That's going to be sad Mm. because that's not always true. Just listen to music. And when you hear a harmony that speaks to you, practice assigning it an adjective. And we can do this with pop songs too. I mean, I think it would get repetitive yeah. if you listen to one of those four chords songs <laughs> and assign those four harmonies adjectives and they come back and back and back. But even that is a good exercise of just listening to hearing the different harmonies that yeah. come over the course of a song. And so that's what I'd encourage our listeners to do is have this kind of noun adjective idea or your cooking idea is a great idea ingredient spice Mm. what kind of or ingredient cuisine Mm. ingredient flavor profile assign each harmony because harmonies really at their essence are expressive tools like adjectives they modify and they show expression so find a way to attribute some sort of expressive word color flavor profile whatever it is to the harmonies That you listen to and that's a great way as we hopefully activated our ears towards melody in the last episode let's try activating our ears towards harmony after this episode next time we'll we'll focus on rhythm yeah yeah
0: all right looking forward to it thank you so much for listening
1: yep we'll we'll see you soon For more information about this podcast, you can find us at attentiontodetailpod.com, where you'll find a list of techniques presented in these episodes and a two-week program for starting your own listening practice. You can also find us on all of your favorite social media channels. We encourage you to follow us, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating. We hope to see you soon at a concert.